figured that out. It takes a little bit to say. You know what else was hot? Chili Willy the Penguin. <laughs> that little penguin guy? He shakes until he's blue. Yeah, well, Lady Gaga was pretty hot the other night on the Super Bowl. Right? Was she? Yeah. Dude. You Dude. didn't see her? I don't think so. At the oh, very no, end, at the no, very end of her good. performance, too, when she caught that football and then literally just jumped off the stage down to wherever. Yeah. Oh, dude. No, no. I mean, I've never thought Lady mm. Gaga wasn't attractive. I mean, for a while there, she was really doing weird. a lot of weird shit, so she didn't look attractive. When she was <coughs> I, doing I think shit. she's. I think sometimes <coughs> she did, but uh, I, I think she's cute. What she, what I think what really put her most, on the top is when she did the album with Tony Bennett because it just opened up a whole new field for her. I don't I don't I don't know much about her music really. I mean I know some of her songs and shit, mm-hmm. but I just never disliked Lady Gaga. I always thought she was cute when yeah, just normal. Weird weird weird. What am I trying to say? Weird. Well, very was, weird woman, but she was she had a gimmick and she made it work for her. But now that she's the Lady Gaga. She doesn't need all that crap. She still throws in just enough to get her audience Oh, yeah, excited. yeah. She's she's made her career. Yeah. Now she can just do whatever the hell she wants. <laughs> well, that's why she left for a long time. She was saying in that one interview that um, basically it was her, not her management, but her label or whoever it was that wanted her to be just freaky. way out there and weird and freaky. and Yeah. Because yeah, it gives them no, something no. different to promote. Right. Well, that and I mean, it's it gets attention. Yeah, people people are like, man, look at this fucking person. Look at that, you know. It gets spread around. People hear about it, they want to see it. Just like when you hear about like a cop shooting somebody or anything messed up like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess before we get too far into it, this welcome to Jay and Mark episode number thirty-two. I think. Is that recording? And uh, yeah. No, it doesn't look like it's even moving. Well, you're not talking into the mic, so and it's on a slight delay. <coughs> Sorry about that. Oh, I was looking at this. Yeah, watching man. For that. Come on, let me do the job. Whatever. I'm just kidding. But uh, welcome to episode 32 of Jay and Mike. We have my dad returning again. I think the last episode he was on was 15. Mm-hmm. Number 15. And uh, this is number 32. And he has some news. He does. He's got a new show coming up. Yeah, you go yep. Ahead. Got a new show, show opening April fourth in uh, Branson, Missouri. It's an all-new show, and um, with some ventriloquist dolls and some new videos that have never been seen in public. Hmm. Uh oh, awkward. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> There's some new videos. That Dad's I think about to drop a sex tape. <laughs> no, it's not sex tape. <laughs> Every, everything everything in Hulk. Branson is family-oriented. <laughs> and I've always said I would never do anything on stage that my grandchildren could not sit there and watch and listen to. Oh. It's just they're allowed to watch and listen to some really weird stuff. I got gotcha. you. No, but it's, it's a good, clean family show. What kind, what kind of videos are they? Oh, I can't tell you that. I can't tell you that. You have to come and see them. Oh. Don't want to blow all our secrets. All right. Yeah. All right. And then um, got a whole new wardrobe. Um, and if the songs fail, we'll just do a whole medley of costume changes. 
And um, but it's going to be a good show. It's going to it's going to be a real good show. A lot of audience participation. A lot of people are going to get up out of the audience and do things. And um, it should be a lot of fun. It's going to be what it's going to come down to. It's going to be a two-hour party. Oh, nice. And I'm, I'm calling that's Hollywood. Oh yeah. And yeah, that's Hollywood. Cause, that's what uh, it's called. You're going to call it that's Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I thought it was called the Phil Thomas Show. Well, that's it is called it the Phil Thomas Show. Oh. But kind of a subtitle. Oh, gotcha. That's Hollywood, you know. Phil <laughs> Thomas Show. That's Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And according to the, the little pamphlet you gave me a few days ago, there's you're doing it like every, every, every day. day of the week. Yeah. So, so your weekend's day. off, I guess. Well, they wanted... Um, when I went in to sign the contract, I, I flat... When they made me the first offer, I flat turned them down. I said, "No, I won't. I won't. I won't work for that. I will not do that." Yeah. And one partner looked at the other partner and he says, "I told you that wasn't going to work." So he says, "Well, Phil, what would it take to get you here? Because we really want you." So I just lined it out for him, and he said, "Okay, fine." And they wrote up the contract for two years. I said, "I don't want two years." And they said, "You want five? Because we'll give you five-year contract right now." I said, "No, I only want one." Because I wasn't going to tie myself down to five years, much less two. Yeah. And um, because I figured at the end of the year, I told him, I said, at the end of the season, if everything's going well, well, then, you know, and, and we're doing okay, then we'll, re- you know, we'll renegotiate. We'll sign up for another season. Yeah. But um, if not, well, I've got, you know, I can move on to a different theater. I can do something else. Um, but um, I'm. I made a good deal. I made a real, real good deal. No, no, you just wanted to feel it out, mm-hmm. you know, see how it goes in the end, weigh your options, go from there. Exactly, it makes a lot of sense. That's what I, I, didn't, would do. I didn't want to tie myself down to any one deal, because um, who knows? What if it's really successful and you could be even more successful somewhere else? You know? Yeah. Or what if it's you're not having the greatest time doing it and you don't want to do it anymore? Yeah. You know what I mean? You never know. You never I mean, know what's coming up. Or maybe you'll meet a woman, she's going to nag you to death until wanting you to quit, then she hits the road. Or maybe you're going to meet a woman and she's, you're June Carter. You know what I mean? <laughs> she ends up being half the show. Yeah. No, no, I, I would never, I would never quit the business because a woman wanted me to. Oh, no, I mean. No, I mean. I because then I'm living my life for somebody else and I'm not going to do that. I live my life for me. Yeah. Why should you have to compromise? Yeah. Something you've been doing. Plus, if she life. if she really cared about me, she'd want me to be happy. The exactly. same way I want her to be happy and do what do what makes her happy. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. <coughs> well, but, cool. When is that? Uh, it, the show opens April fourth, Tuesday, April fourth. And it's every every day. Of the every week. day. Mon- well, actually, it's uh, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, Thursday, and Friday. Okay. They wanted me to do Monday, and I said no. Let's just work into that. You get that third day. Yeah, so I gotta have a little bit of time off, and then on the oddest, uh, on the weekends, I've already been offered other gigs outside the state of Missouri. See, I won't perform anyplace else in the state of Missouri because that's where Branson's located, because it'd be in direct conflict conflict with the theater. Oh. But I can, when I get done with my show there on on Friday afternoon, I can jump on an airplane in Springfield, go do a gig, um, go do a show. Friday night and Saturday night, get back on Sunday, rest up on Monday, and time to start again on Tuesday at this theater. Oh. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Gives you some free time to have some other right. options. I like it. 
Plus, I have more time to come see you guys. Yeah, I was about to say, if you were doing it every day, you wouldn't be here right now. Right. Talking to us. Right. Well, I, I still got a little bit of time. Um, well, I say that, but the time's going by really fast. Because, I mean, I've been uh, in Tennessee all week. And then, um, you know, in the recording studio, we're trying to push out three new albums. One is a country album, one is a gospel album, and one is a new Christmas album. Wow. So you're releasing those all like at once? All at once, yeah. So what, is it going to be like a three-package deal? Like a three-disc set? Well, they can buy as many as they want. But no, they're not going to be packaged together. Uh, I was thinking maybe you should should sell them as like a set of people on all three of them. Yeah, they can buy them as a set. Like a package deal. There was a t-shirt in there. Right. I don't know. People do that shit all the time. And then there's also talk talk in the future of a live DVD, a video of the whole thing. Cool. That'd be cool. That would be cool to hit out. I'm all for that. I love me some live DVDs. I've had quite a few over the years. What? Like live music DVDs. Yeah. Like of live shows. Live shows. And I love like when they throw in little documentaries like behind the scenes and like tour mm. videos and shit. Too. Yeah, well, that's what this would be. This would be, you know, leading into the concert, you know, life, you know, leading into it because it's, there's so much more involved in doing a show than people see. People see the finished product. Yeah. You know, they think, well, this guy's got it made. He goes out and sings a few songs, picks up the paycheck, and goes home. Uh, there is a lot more to it than that. No, I mean, I've understand. been working on this show now for the, for the last couple of months, and I've changed it so many times. Um, yeah. But, like I said, there are videos involved. Um, there are, uh, like, four or five different costume changes during the show. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of surprises that I'm not going to let out of the cat out of the bag but oh, things that you're not going to be expecting but they're going to happen yeah nice yeah it's, it's like going to be a show. really interesting show it's going to be a fun show and um guarantee you you know my my thing is i've got two hours i've got two hours i've always felt this way it's a two-hour concert i've got two hours to prove to people that they made a wise investment by coming in spending their hard-earned money to see me yeah because branson has got so many shows, so many really talented people there, so many excellent shows, that um, it's an honor to me to to have them there. It's an yeah. honor to me that they chose my show to come see. No, I understand. So, I mean, I'll sing on top of a tabletop if that's what it's going to take. <laughs> you know. you do a dance. And the one thing I don't do is I do not do encores. When you see no. me leave that stage, that's it. Oh, yeah, I mean, these guys that? that come up and uh, they'll do the last song and then they'll go hide behind the curtain and people applaud, literally begging them to come back out. Uh, they shouldn't have to beg them at all. I mean, they paid they paid a good price to see them. They shouldn't beg them to come out, have to come out and do one more song. Yeah. I mean. Well, I think in most cases, uh, in any show I've been to, I don't think the encore is really begging anybody. They plan on doing an encore. Well, they plan on it's, doing it anyway. It's just, uh, nowadays, an encore is just part of the show. Yep. Right. I mean, it's But see, expected. I don't do that. When, when I leave that stage, that's it. I got you. Well, that's good to know for people that would be yeah. expecting an encore. Yeah, that's it. Um, but, and I don't see anybody before the show. But after the show, so uh, oh, okay. I do a meet and greet. I was about to say, so no meet and greet before it's Yeah, no meet and greet before the show. But after the show, I do a meet and greet, and I will be out there uh, in the lobby 
because I want to shake hands with every person that's there. I want to meet everybody that's there. If there's any veterans or service people in the audience, I want to get a hug and tell them how much I appreciate what they do. And um, if there's firemen, you know, I want to shake their hand. If there's police officers, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just no, got, I, got I, I joke like about that. If there's any sort of respectable servicemen, I just there. drove to uh, Nashville. On my way back, I got two speeding tickets. Uh-huh. One, in, one in Kentucky and one in Ohio. Really? But they were, the, both cops were really nice. Were, were you speeding? Oh, you, yeah, were yes. you, in fact, speeding? Yeah. yeah. Cop says, do you know that you were down 89? Holy shit. And I thought to myself, no, it's probably doing about 110. But 89, I'll go for it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Jesus, balls to the wall. And he says, were you on the phone or something? And I said, no, to be honest with you, I just really wasn't paying attention. Wow. I was concentrating on the show. I was listening to the tracks, and and uh, I didn't. I just didn't realize I was going that fast. And I said, "But I will slow down if you give me a break. I will slow down." No, you're going to get a ticket. No question about it. <laughs> I thought, "Okay, yeah. if you're going to write, if you're going to do the ticket, just do it. Let me get on my way." Do you know that they don't even have to write out that ticket anymore? They scan your license and automatically prints that just ticket issued, out. Issued like digitally, yeah. It's all digital. And that's why they don't cut you a break, because they don't have to go through all the work of filling out the paperwork. Right. That's true. They just scan the, scan the license and uh, punch in a couple of buttons, and you got your ticket. But see, it's so it's so easy to give you a break. Like, yeah. Like, before... They have said there are any days. Maybe you should have right. flashed your boobs. Well, I'm sure there's a, yeah. a cancel function. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, there's a cancel button. Like, are you sure? Maybe not. You no, know, they but, don't have to do it at all. They they can give you a warning. Or but they once, do, if they pull you over, they have to make a record of that they pulled you over and why. Well, but they don't have to give you a ticket. Their excuse before was, well, I already started writing the ticket. Right. What I'm saying is, in the digital format, like all you got to do is press cancel, and that never happened. Right. So it, it, it's much easier for them to give you a break now. Like they could have everything ready to go, like it, you know, get everything ready and shit in their little. Whatever I don't know what they're using, but I'm sure it's some kind of cool device. But I didn't argue with either cop. They were in, first of all, they were really nice. Plus, I knew damn good well that I did what they said I was going to do, that I was doing. One guy said you were doing 89 in a 55. <laughs> I thought, whoa, I was flying. I, I didn't know this car would go that fast. They were probably expecting some young kid or something. Yeah, and they're like just and then um, the other one said I was doing 82. And I thought, no, I think I was going faster than that. But I wasn't going to tell them that. Yeah. <laughs> then they said, okay, well, this ticket is uh, due on the 21st. I said, well, that's just next week. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. I caught a cold. I no. caught a cold in Nashville. Okay. Um, and I thought, well, that's just next week. I'm thinking, they must need the money mm. you know, right away. <coughs> and he said, well, you know, you can take... Um, you can take uh, traffic school on, on the internet. That way you don't have to come back and go to court. And I'm thinking, I'm not coming back here from California to go to court. What are right. you, crazy? Yeah. yeah. But sure, they know that. They know it. They, you know, they, they spot your out-of-state plates and, and uh, they figure, well, I can do anything I want because this guy's not going to come back here and fight it. Yeah, really. It's just, it just benefits them that you don't go there because I think you, right. it probably just adds on to whatever you got to pay right. court costs and shit. But like I said, I wasn't arguing because I knew what, I knew what I did. Yeah. I knew what I did with it, you know. And there's no point in arguing with him anyway. But mm-hmm. yeah, it should be a really good show. Cool. 
It's at uh, 2 p.m. Every yeah, it's day. 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Tuesday through good. Friday? Yeah, 2 o'clock Monday. Uh, Tuesday through Friday. Nice. 2 in the afternoon. And uh, uh, you have to get there an hour ahead of time. Otherwise, you can't get in. Oh, really? Yeah, you can't get in. And um, what, Why is that? Yeah. Well, because the people are out in front and they want to talk. They want to pose for pictures. They want to do all this stuff. And you can't get in and get ready. I, I've got to go in there and get ready and... You know, I've got things I got to do oh, for the well, show. You, you, but yeah, I th- audit the I'm audience and shit can show yeah, up. I'm talking about me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were talking about. And then I have this, you know. Then after the show, I will be there until the last last person walks out that door. If they want to talk, I'll stand there and I'll talk to them. Hmm. If I'll pose for any picture. I'll sign anything they want me to sign except a check. I won't sign a check. <laughs> then, you better uh, watch what they're asking yeah. you to sign then, because right. they might. They're clever. Yeah. Here, I mean, can can you sign here, here, and here, please? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've had them. I've had them send me twenty. Or hand me twenty pictures. Say, I don't want you to sign this to anybody. I just want you to sign them. And I'm thinking, do you think I don't know where these are going to end up? Yeah. eBay. Mm-hmm. For sale on eBay. Because every once in a while, I'll turn on eBay and see stuff that. Oh look, there's me, and I don't get any part of that. Yeah. Hmm. But I don't really care. Let them make their money. When are the three CDs you're working on? When are those coming out? They're hoping to have them out. Um, well, the Christmas one will be out before Christmas. The others, uh, we're trying, we're pushing for April fourth. Oh, good. Yeah, we want to get them out. You know, um, the other there's three three CDs that are available now. Okay, um, the Believe in Me, the um, the mini the mini sides album, and the one called Don't Look in My Eyes. Those are available now. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we've got purse, uh, tote bags. We've got T-shirts. We've got, I've got a bobblehead doll. Oh, really? Yeah, can you imagine having that on your dash and just go flick, flick right Yeah, I face, could. You know? <laughs> I could imagine that. Yeah. I want one. I've got a bobblehead doll. Um, let's see what else have I got. I've got uh, sports bottles. I've got um, Indian blankets. <laughs> Not really. Turquoise jewelry, you know, all this shit. <laughs> um, um, anything to make a buck. No, I've got um, just typical stuff, you know, T-shirts, uh, hats, um, everything with my picture and my likeness on it that you can buy right there. All kinds of merch. And I'll be standing right there ready to sign anything that anybody wants to purchase. Is there a place online where you can buy that yeah, stuff Yeah, you too? can go on eBay and buy this stuff also. But, yeah. it's, but it costs more. Okay. But where can you? Oh, when you're not buying it at the show, you can yeah. find it on eBay. You can, you can find it on eBay, but but there are eBay fees and stuff, and then PayPal fees and stuff. So you might but, as well just get it when you see the show. Yeah, you saying. may as well just see it. Unless you can't you make the show. show, that's the way you can get. Plus, it. if you if you buy the show, you can get it signed. No, true. Yeah, true. Well, there you go, peeps. And I'll be happy. I'll be happy to um, if you bring your camera phone or your camera. So I'll stand there. I'll take pictures with you. Yeah. But and after the show, not before. After the show, not before the show. <laughs> but uh, the rule, you know, I go over the rules of the show at the beginning of each show, and the rules of the show are that there are no rules. Oh. During the show, if they want to take a picture, they can take a picture. The only thing that I ask is if you're going to take pictures, post them so I can see them. People wow. take pictures of me all the time, and I never get to see any of them. Well, I think uh, they have the option. Like if it's on Facebook, I, I know they can they can tag you in the pictures. Yeah, they can tag me in the pictures. And yeah, and they'll be on your your yep. Facebook page yeah. as well. And then we then we'll put them on uh, my pages. There's like 17 different pages on me on, cool. on the internet. But I want I want everybody to know that 
uh, only like two or three of them are actually mine. The rest of them are owned by somebody else. And mostly they just copy off mine and post it on theirs. And it makes it look like I'm doing it. Yeah. But I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Gotcha. So if, if if you're on my if you're on a friends list or a group list or something and you click on your messages and you've got like thirty posts from me, ninety nine percent of the time, those are not from me. Hmm. Okay. They're being posted by somebody else. But they're pertaining to me. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Yeah. Um uh, lately, we've been doing this thing where where we've been telling dad stories. <laughs> we've done it like I think three episodes now, and uh, I pretty much told all the good ones I know. I think Jared has too. I don't know. I mean, every now and then I'll think of a new one, but you know, it, it's just I when it comes to it. Now I'm trying to think of what it was. But I was trying to. Well, I thought maybe you would have. A story that it involved, you know what I mean? Like it would be a dad story from dad, but that involved one of us, or, or you know, or just well, a remember, memorable story from the past. I remember, um, I don't think you'd been born yet, but me and Jared and Bob, Mom and, and Christine Carey, we were all at the LA County Fair. And um, Jared and I walked over and we were looking at these, um, these well, they call playhouses, but boys don't call them playhouses, they call we call them a clubhouse. You remember that? Uh, mm-hmm. And um, when uh, your mom came out, she goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm buying this clubhouse. She said, you're buying that, that house? I said, yeah. She said, for what? I said, Jared needs a clubhouse. <laughs> and with Mark coming, I said, "Then it'll, well, actually, you hadn't, you hadn't even been thought about it yet. But we put up, uh, I bought it at the fair. They came out. They built it in their backyard. It was a cool house. It was two story. Had a tile roof. It had all this. And it was a nice, nice size. Mm-hmm. Had a loft, everything in it. And uh, and uh, but when you came along, Jared took it upon himself to go and get this wooden sign. You know where they where they cut it out. You know, and and uh, hung it up. And it said Thomas Brothers Clubhouse. Oh shit! Yeah, it was. It was his sweetheart. idea. <laughs> it was his idea. Nice. Yeah. He was always proud of his little brother. That's awesome. And um, another story that comes to mind was your very first pair of cowboy boots. My very first I've pair. I've got of that on eBay. I don't, I, mean, remember, not, I don't remember that. You've got that on eBay? I mean, not on eBay. <laughs> I've got that on video. Um, I bought you a pair of Kenny Rogers boots. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember the boots, but I remember a blue having a blue cowboy hat, like yeah. a plastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cowboy. I remember yeah, that blue hat. cowboy hat. But I remember you were in your diaper, and the cowboy boots came up above. They your were knee. so tall. I do remember that. <laughs> so they, they were too. I was supposed to go into them. <laughs> I do remember and that. And I couldn't walk. Right? You couldn't walk. I think I saw a video. Of <laughs> and uh, you fell forward, and you couldn't stand up because the boots were too high. <laughs> and yeah, you, I the, the more you tried to stand up, the more frustrated you got because you could not stand up in those boots. Yeah, and you started crying, and just started crying hysterically. Because, How old was I? Oh, you were you, a baby. Yeah, you were. No, I was really young, but like what? I not doubt even a year. I doubt that you were even a year old. I was walking. About. Well, you yeah, you. But were then old we found out walking. why you were so so frustrated because you peed all over the kitchen floor. <laughs> <laughs> I was frustrated because I peed on the floor. No, you're frustrated because you couldn't go use your potty chair because we were potty oh, training. So I just peed. On so the you floor. just peed all over the floor. 
And uh, it's funny because we have it all on videotape, and we zeroed in on all that pee on the kitchen floor. Wow. And then after after wow. you peed, you, you were fine after that. Actually, if I remember correctly, there was a, a point, because I, I think I saw this video at Mom's house when I was living there a few years back, and like I just found home videos, and uh-huh. I was watching them. And uh, I saw that. Uh-huh. That clip you're talking about, and I remember at one point you kept zooming in on the boots, like you, like the boots. You were really proud of the boots, and you kept <laughs> zooming in on it with the camera. And at one point, I bent down, and you could, you just totally zoomed into my ass crack. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, Jesus, this is technically child porn at this point in history. Yeah, but well, I had Kenny Rogers' signature on the side. That's what that's what we were going for. But <laughs> no, that's uh, cool. it. Um, there are so many stories. Some of the stories you guys told surprised me that you remembered this stuff. I remember our vacations. We went to New Orleans one time. And we had a great time in New Orleans. Remember, yo ho, yo ho. I remember in New Orleans, uh, we were all out at the pool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, it ended up turning into a really bad thunder and lightning storm. Yeah. But it was we were all out there swimming in the rain. And off in the distance, we could see the lightning, and then it got closer to us, and then it just a downpour of rain, and we all ended up getting out of the pool. But yeah, because if the, if the, if the uh, lightning would hit the pool, we'd all been fried. Actually, I do remember too that um, I think that was New Orleans, where we would literally walk into the rainstorm, uh-huh. and you could literally walk out of the rainstorm. It was that. If you stayed two steps in front yeah. of it, you'd never get wet. Exactly. I remember it. it you was, could, it you was could walk weird. right down, down the street, and if you stayed two steps in front of that rain, you'd never get wet. Or you could be standing there, and it could be pouring down rain on one side of the street. And over here, if you're on the other side of the street, and the side, the street wasn't more than 12 feet wide. Really? Yeah. So what, just the cloud you, cover was on this yeah. side? The, the rain side. was... The rain had to have been literally falling straight down. Straight because down. you could literally step into the rain... And step back out of it. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't. I, that I do remember mind. that. It was like a giant curtain, just a giant curtain of, of rain coming down. Yeah. And if you stayed two feet in front of it, you'd never get wet. Hmm. I was I was yeah. really young too, but I do remember that. Yeah, I do remember. As a matter of fact, uh, David Johnson was there with us. Yes, he was. Because we were there for uh, uh, what was it? It was convention. Your, yeah, your work convention. Yeah. Yeah, that was David Johnson. I'm friends with him on Facebook. Yeah, so am I. Yeah. After all these He years, looks completely different totally than what different. he did. Totally different. Yep. David's one of the nicest guys you ever heard. He's all grown up now. <laughs> I'll never forget. We did we did some of the typical tourist stuff. We went on a we went on a city tour. I'll never forget this. And we're on this bus. And the driver is taking us in through the graveyard. See, because New Orleans is built above ground. All the all the the graveyards are built above ground because New Orleans itself is below sea level. Yeah, and uh, like the, the, a lot of the graves would just slope to the to risk the of hurricanes. And right. Shit. Yeah. So we're there, and the driver of of the bus that we're on said, "You see those apartments across the street over there?" And it was, yeah, he said, "If you live in those apartments, you cannot be buried in this cemetery." Yeah. If I you know. live in those apartments, you cannot be buried in a cemetery. I know, the, I know this joke. I was the only person on that entire bus that says, why is that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? Yeah. No, no. Okay, so for the people watching that don't know, why can't you be buried there? Because if you're living across the street, you're not dead. Yeah. 
You're not there. there you go. I've got a couple people with that joke too. That's such a simple joke. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good joke. Yeah, that's an all around good joke because I've I've used that a few times. It's on, all about misdirection. Right. I've used that a few times on Jen, and it's gotten to the point now where she just looks at me and she's like, "You're so stupid." That that joke <laughs> that joke is like a good magic trick. Right. It's like during the month of October, trick. I'll ask people I'll say, "So who do you think?" This is during election year. I'll say, "So who do you think is going to be president this time next next month?" And they'll say, well, either Trump or Clinton or whatever. And I'll say, no. And it doesn't matter who they say. I'll just say, I'll bet you 20 bucks right now. You're wrong. They go, seriously? I said, yeah. I said, you want to make it 50? I said, this time next month, Clinton will not be president. This time next month, Trump will not be president. You know why? Because the new president doesn't start until January. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's funny. See, I didn't pick up on that just now because I'm just thinking, like, where's he going with this? Is this going to pay off? In the yeah. Uh, I had um, one, you know, we had one of the very first satellite dishes. It was a great big monster thing that was out in our backyard. I don't know if you guys remember this or not. It was massively huge. Back in the day, it was, it was the equivalent of what a, a TV station has. Yeah. But uh, and it was all remote control from the inside of you our house. Change, yeah, you would have to change which direction it goes to get like certain channels. Right. And stuff. You, could, you could change the directions, and it was all remote control. You could punch in where you wanted to watch something. We got shows from Russia, from China. We got all these different shows from all over the world. And um, the episode of Who Shot JR on the Dallas TV series was coming up. Mm-hmm. And... We could watch it from New York three hours before it was on here. Then if we wanted to, we could switch it over to Texas and watch it an hour later. And then an hour after that, it was broadcast in California. So I went over to the video store and they had a pool going on over there. You know, everybody's placing bets on who shot JR. Yeah. Well, I had already seen it. I knew who it was, it was and this Captain is Crosby. and this is pre-internet, so yeah, this you know is you couldn't you couldn't spoil it. That yeah, way. They, yeah, they were none the wiser. And and this the back satellite dish back yeah. then was like eight eight thousand dollars or more, you know, and uh, we were one of the fortunate ones. And um, so they so I I started placing bet. I want one hundred sixty five dollars on that. Damn, I would have I would have won more. I would have been like this was this is a no brainer. Like I would have been betting the farm on that shit. <laughs> Well, these other people. Didn't Unless even there was like some weird broadcast where they there was an alternate ending, you know, on the West Coast. Well, or actually, they did. They filmed every every member of the cast was filmed shooting Jr. They they still do that just so like yeah. it can't get leaked. Yeah, out. Yeah, so but, they can't get yeah. it leaked out because even the cast members don't know. They did that with Walking Dead with like who dies at at the end. But of I mean, last anybody season. with any common sense could have figured out that it was not going to be one of the regulars because the regulars were just too popular of a character See, on the show. Nowadays, that's not the case. I was just, yeah, nowadays, yeah, I was just the thinking that. The time it was. They'll kill off one of the main characters just to get people talking. Yeah. Well, they did that with Bobby Hewing, and they went a whole season, and Spoiler then brought alert. him back <laughs> brought him back as if it was all a dream sequence, and he looked right in the camera and said, it was all a dream. None of, the, none of what happened happened. Yeah. And they, but see, they picked it up right from there. But there was kids born during that season that somehow was still there, yeah. and there were situations, you know, uh, unfinished stories from last season that were still going on. So if it didn't happen, then why did all this stuff still no, yeah, exist? They, bum, bum, they messed bum. up there. Yep. They yep. Messed up there. Um, it's been kind of a rough week. I uh, went to get on the plane in California. 
and uh, lifted up my suitcase up on the curb, and my suitcase got caught. And instead of me bringing it up, it brought me down, uh, and I landed right on my face on the pavement. Ouch. And I was just sure I broke my broke my nose, but I didn't. No. But I did break two toes. I've been walking around all broke week two on toes? two broken toes. I don't know. When did you find that out? Uh, about an hour after it happened. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> the, the only person... No, I was going to say, nobody mentioned it to me. Well, I didn't no. know you broke his toe. The only person I know that could fall on his face and break his toes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, Is but, that, that's how you broke your toes? Yeah, that's how I broke my toes. That's weird. I fell at the airport. So maybe maybe your toes bent in a weird way or something. And, oh, yeah, because you could see it. It's just a straight line, and so they're all black. Crazy. But, crazy. Uh, you don't have like, anything on your feet or nothing. Dr. Taser. There's nothing you could do. They have to mend on their own. Yeah, most, yeah. But like some, some at least like put a splint on it or like a boot and tell you to wear the boot. So to well, I, I wear my own boot. But I, I, we're using those uh, those those tight socks, you know, to hold them in place. Oh, gotcha. And then um, it actually takes the pressure off to wear a shoe or a boot. Yeah. So I wear that. But yeah, I've been hobbling around like an old man. And then I caught this cold in Nashville. Well, and, you sound great. Huh? <laughs> I said, well, you sound great. Yeah, you don't look like you fell on your face either. What's that? You don't look no, like I you didn't. fell on your face. Well, my biggest fear is, I mean, I'm laying there and I'm staring at the pavement. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I think I broke my nose. Because, I mean, my nose was on the pavement. Yeah. And um, I'm thinking, I can just see me walking on that stage. My whole face was black, bandaged. People and get I'm offended think you're wearing blackface or something. Yeah. <laughs> And I'll get sued because I think you'll whatever. become a viral sensation because everybody's filming it. Yeah, yeah, yeah make, that'd be silly. Make viral overnight, but luckily I got up, dusted myself off, and hobbled on in. But I I knew that I'd broken my toes because they hurt like hell. Yeah, and uh, they were just kind of hanging there. Oh, yeah, that's never it, good when something's just hanging there. Oh yeah, they were hurting. They were hurting bad. But I'm still alive, and it's. No, takes more than to get me down. Yeah, show must go on. That's right, always. But yeah, I've changed that show now several times, and but it's finished. It's in the can. I mean, it's it's the show is done. This is what they're getting. It's a two-hour concert, and um, it's it's going to be a good show. Now, are the CDs are those? Are you all done recording those, or do you have to go back? And no, I have to go back. Long? I, go, I go, I go in, and we do the basic rhythm tracks, and we do the uh, what they call the scratch voice. And in this case, it's very scratchy because I had a cold. <laughs> but you know, it's just so that you make sure you get the keys right, you know, and the, or you're singing the right key, and they get the basic rhythm, and they get the you know, the um, the tempo and everything basically right. Yeah. And then I can leave, and then they just start building the tracks. They start building the sound, and. Um, I could make any suggestions. Like we did that one song on the last album called Quit Picking On Me. And I'm listening to it. And I told my producer, I said, you know, he says, I like the way that sounds. I said, I do too, but there's two things it needs. He said, what's that? And I said, it needs a fiddle and it needs a banjo. No. A he fiddle? Goes, you said a fiddle? A fiddle, yeah. I love Some fiddle. people call them violins, but when they play country music, it's called a fiddle. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, it's all in how you play it, I think. So he called... Oh, the guy that took over for Glenn Campbell on his on his summer replacement show, and I can't think of what his name is, but he's he's very well to do, and he's on my session. I can't think of now what his name is, but he had his own show there for a long time, and then uh, they brought in a um, uh, 
fiddle player. And when I heard the results, I thought, man, that is the most country thing I have ever recorded. Oh, <laughs> and it's in the show. Nice. Also in the show is the very first song I ever recorded, yeah. which I have not done in literally years. And it's called um, Till Then, My Love. Mm. And uh, I haven't done that song in years. So. But it's in the show. It's the very first song I ever recorded. So last time you did that song, when you were done, you said to the song, Till Then, My Love. And yes. you were referring to now. I was, referring, <laughs> I was referring to the song, Well, Till Then, My Love. Now, is that, is that an original song, or is that... No, I didn't write it. It was, it was another... Um, somebody else wrote it, but... Um, it did pretty well. It's called "Till Then, My Love," hmm. and uh, a lot of a lot of people will recognize it when they hear it. But it hasn't been played for years. It hasn't been played for years. No, it's totally out of print. It sounds lot, familiar. Yeah, the title. Totally out of print. I've got records out there that I've done that I don't have copies of, and I would love to have copies of. So if you run across a Phil Thomas forty-five or an, or an album, it, it's going to be on. Um, plastic you know um if you run across one please contact me because uh i would be more than willing to buy it from you because there are there are albums that i've got out there and singles that i've got out there that i do not have copies of and i would like to have them for my grandkids and stuff nice yeah. so anyway that is it um we've got um new president and um, people are got mixed feelings about that, and I really don't want to go into that because I have my own views. Yeah, and um, well, I do. <laughs> Let's I, go I, into that. No, <laughs> most most people are so sick of politics. I, I try to. Well, just I just stay feel like an entertainer it. should keep his damn mouth shut and do what he's there to do, and that he's there to entertain and not voice all his bitches and gripes about everyday well, life. I don't think he's there to entertain. No. I think he's there to run a country. I mean, if they want to hear preaching, they go to church. That's that's where you can hear preaching. No, I understand, but I, I think saying he's But no, entertainers have the rights no, to their No, he's opinion. talking about entertainers, not the president. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm talking about entertainers talking about using their celebrity status oh, no, I agree to um, stand up there and bitch and complain and everything. I mean, you know, you see people at the Emmy Awards, you see it. And then you see entertainers saying, boycott these this awards show. You know, in the name of this or in the name of that, don't tell people to do that. Let yeah, them make up their own mind as to how they want to deal with it. Like, right? You you don't have the credibility. No, right. and you know, most most of these protesters now are are not protesters. They've turned into terrorists. Mm. I mean, they're, they're out rioters. destroying. They're they're, de out, they're destroying assholes. private property and and. Uh, well, a lot of those, in my opinion, and from what I've seen, a lot of those people are being paid to do that. Well, and there's there's a but we don't know that for sure. But no, we in do my know opinion, that for sure. A lot of them out there are there to see and be seen. Well, because they think it's cool. No, there's there's a billionaire by the name of George Soros that's funding a lot of that. Yeah, and that's that's that. fact. That's that's already been proven. That's not even speculation or. Whatever you want Trump to call it. Trump wasn't even in office. It wasn't in office four days. Because, I mean, before they started yelling, impeaching, impeaching. Right. Impeaching. He hasn't, I mean, he signed some executive he's orders, been but. Four days. Yeah. Right. He four hasn't days. really had a chance to do anything. He hasn't had a chance to do anything. Give the guy a break. Let's, you know, kick back, see what he can do. Then if he screws up, 
shoot this little bitch. <laughs> right. Well, and that's like that. I mean, if we're going to talk about that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't want anybody to shoot. It's like that Dakota pipeline that uh, they were trying to do, and they were trying to run on over everybody's property and through everybody's property and taking over people's property uh-huh. to do this. And they're blaming all that on on Trump. They're, Trump's getting the blame for but, everything. But if you go back and look, you'll see that it was actually Obama that got that started. Right. And he actually, and, and this is just my opinion, but right before he left office, he stopped it all. And it my like opinion wall, is, well, my opinion. Built, has been built for years. It just, they haven't finished it. Well, I'm not even referring to the wall. I'm I'm talking about the Dakota pipeline that's pumping all the the oil. Huh. But before Obama left office, he he stopped all of that. He's the one that got it started. Uh-huh. And then right before he left office because everybody was against it and he wanted people to like him. Like I said, that's my opinion. He wanted people to like him to get when he approval left. Approval rating up real quick. Exactly. He was trying to get his approval rating up. So he put the kibosh on that and stopped all that but he knew yeah i mean that's that's one of the well here's the thing he knew that trump was all for it anyway and he knew that if he put the kibosh on that and stopped it his approval ratings would go up and then when trump got in office he was just going to start it back up anyway Mm -hmm. and now everybody's mad at trump like he's the one that started it well you know trump trump can do no nothing right i mean I don't care what he does. Somebody out there is criticizing him for something. Oh, for sure. Fault it. You know, well, that's I the mean, president in general. Right. Know. I saw Trump up there giving a speech, and he had obviously the pollen in the air or something was bothering him because he kept sniffing. He kept, you know? Yeah, like yep. that. I mean, yeah, basically what we're doing weeks. right now, or all three of us are doing it right now. Yeah. Right. But, if, but there, there was a story that said he snorted cocaine before he went on stage. And that's ridiculous. First of all, how would they know? Could very well be so, but you're talking out of your ass. You yeah. have no idea. Unless somebody came up and said, like, look, look at this video I just took of him snorting cocaine yeah. right before he came out here. Like, you, The way I see it, especially with the celebrities, the way I see it, and unless you're news. willing to jump in there and take over as president and do the job yourself, then shut up and let him do it. Yep, yep, because what is this guy? Him. what does this guy really got to gain by doing all this? Right. He's got to be trying to do the right thing. He's already He's a billionaire. He's already a billionaire. He doesn't need this. He doesn't need the stress. He doesn't need the headaches. He doesn't need all the criticism. He doesn't need any of this. Well, he he of- wanted to do it because, just like his slogan says, he wants to make America great again. Right. Now, how he's going to do that, I don't really know. He's not going to do but, it overnight. But, like, I agree with you that we, we still have to give him a chance. And and see what happens. And just like every president, he's he's going to make mistakes. Yeah. He's not a politician. He's never been a politician. As far as I'm concerned, that's so, one advantage that we've got is that he's building his cabinet without politicians. Right. I mean, we've always had politicians. How did that work out for us? It right. didn't. Right. He's building it with corporate executives that have built massive corporations. And if they can do that, then they can build America. Yep. They've got their ideas. I mean, you can't always make it. Even when Jesus makes a decision, he grants grants prayers. By granting this guy's prayer, he's pissing off this one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even God can't make everybody happy. Yeah. But, um, you know, I mean, to, to say, 
Okay, let's let's judge him based on his first hundred days. Well, why don't we wait until his first hundred days are up? He's only been in office for a month. I mean, he's got four to eight years. You know what I mean? Right. Right. No, no I agree. People, people are making a big deal out well, of nothing. Let's let's give him at least his first term, Most and then we'll time. judge what he's right. done. Because not, even even in your first hundred days, I mean, how much can he possibly accomplish in three and a half months? Right. I mean, like I said, I know he's he's signed a lot of executive orders where to get things started, but that doesn't mean that it's happened already. No, I want it's, clearly understood that I've never been a big Trump fan. The man literally scares me to death. He does. Clinton scared me to death. Uh, but Trump has a temper. He he does things without thinking about it. He does things. Um, I mean, he's cal- he's calming down, but but he does things and says things without thinking about it, and he does scare me. But at least he's doing something. He's trying. Yeah, I mean, he's not sitting back and saying, "Well, I'll get to it eventually." He's on top of everything. Now, granted, some of the things he's on top of, a lot of people don't agree with. But not everybody's going to agree with it. I feel like a lot of the things he's doing right now, like the abortion thing and the Muslim ban and Mm -hmm. building the wall and shit, I think a lot of that stuff he's doing, he's pretty much just setting in motion or or doing because he said he was going to do it. He He wants to live up to his promises. The abortion thing's not going to go through. That, no. That no. is not ever no. going to be overturned. I don't, I, what is it, Roe versus Wade? Yeah. I think. Whatever that court case was that happened back then. And I always before, knew. That is never going to be overturned. That's I a civil rights I always knew that thing. he was not, yep. nobody was going to ever be able to prosecute Clinton for what she did. And, I mean, because he's before, just doing this stuff before thinking it's Obama left office, out. he gave her a full pardon. Without admitting any guilt or anything, yeah. she got a full pardon, and that's, you know, she can never be put on trial or, or for anything. Yeah, she, he got a full. She got a full presidential pardon. That's ridiculous. Which we knew that was going to happen. Well, didn't uh, who was it that pardoned Nixon right before? Or oh, like right after Gerald Ford. Yeah, he pardoned Nixon, and people were pissed about. Well, that. Well, yeah, but that's part of the deal. Nixon was retire was uh, going to resign. He appointed Ford, and in exchange, because Ford would have never been elected president, there's no way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. And he was never, he, he only served just he, a part of a term. Uh, he, he finished Nixon's first term. He was not reelected because people didn't want him. They had nothing to do with putting him in office. They resented him. Um, he gave uh, Nixon a full pardon, but that was part of the deal. Okay, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out of office. I'm going to resign. I'm going to make you president. And in exchange for making you president, you're going to pardon me. me. Yeah, no, I got that. Yeah. Seems legit. Yep. <laughs> it always makes me think of that episode of that 70s show when Red was trying to figure out what question he was going to ask the president, and it was Ford. And uh, <laughs> he, yeah. he had a, a normal question that wouldn't get him, get him in trouble, but then when he saw that Eric kind of rebelled and streaked at mm-hmm. the, the, the speech or whatever, at the Q&A or whatever it was, he just said, fuck it, and went like, how the hell could you pardon Nixon? <laughs> so, I, I don't know. It just always made me think of that. But you know, if you've, if you've never been to the Nixon uh, Museum, and uh, every president has their own library and their own museum. Really? There's very, yeah, there's very little oh, set probably about, like whatever town they're yeah. from and shit, yeah. Uh, this one is in Whittier, California. There is very little said about Watergate. 
everything oh, is glorifying yeah. Nixon and his and what he did in office. And he's music, credited. It's like for, a shrine to him. Of course, they're not going to like. He's credited with uh, ending the Vietnam War because they let him stay in there so that he could. But um, Nixon was actually both president and vice president. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. He was. You didn't know that? <laughs> yeah. He was um, Eisenhower's vice president. Oh, I thought you meant like at the same time. No, no, no. Like, wait, he didn't have a running mate? He's like, fuck it, I'm going to do both. <laughs> yeah. No, he was vice president. Okay. That's like our governor, Jerry Brown. This is his second time for being a California governor. Yeah. And people forgot about the first time. Jerry Brown, I mean, he was younger, but he was one of the biggest screw-ups because he was just nothing more than just an overgrown kid. Yeah. He was dating Linda Ronstadt, <laughs> and he would leave office and go on tour with her. Wait, wasn't wow. George Bush Sr. was vice president and then president yeah. also, right? Yeah. George Bush Sr. Reagan, was Ronald Reagan's yeah. vice that's, president. Yeah, that's what I thought. So yeah. Okay, so he wasn't the only president and vice president. No. As father and son, yeah. yeah. But And then they tried to get the other, the other uh, Jeb Bush in as president. Yeah. And that wasn't going to happen. I think he was even more retarded than his brother. Yeah, that was just not going to happen. <laughs> Although, especially, I know a lot of people think George Bush Jr. was, was just retarded, but... I, I thought he was funny. Well, especially with a scam they pulled for George Bush <laughs> right. uh, Jr. I mean, George Bush Jr. did not win the presidential election. Al Gore won the presidential election. Mm, but he, that's, no. That's, I mean, no, who the hell knows after... Florida the, hung it up for so long that we could not go without a president. So they appointed George Bush president. But when the... Uh, because uh, Florida was holding it up. Well... The governor of Florida was George Bush's brother. Yeah. And that was all being held up. No, no. I don't know. People have been, they've questioned it for years. Well, I think if that were, that whole election, that, I think, I think that scenario was exactly that. It was, it was because it was a good story. I don't think that's the way it actually happened. Oh, yeah. In in my opinion, I think it was the news coverage. Right. I, I think that I think that made for a good story. To George Bush Jr. was going to be president. Al Gore was never going to be president because, for the same reason that that they picked, they knew Trump was going to be president before he was president. They knew that right before him, they knew Obama was going to be president before well, he was president. A lot of people didn't vote for they, they didn't vote for Trump. They voted against Clinton. They voted that's, against Hillary. That's, yeah, that's true. Because no. they figured it was the lesser of two evils. They right. wanted change. And they figured with Hillary Clinton, it was going to be another four years of the exact same thing. Same thing happened with Richard Nixon. They they wasn't necessarily voting for Richard Nixon. They just was not voting for Goldwater. Yeah. That was before your time. I don't know who time. that guy is. Awesome. Goldwater was a, was a presidential candidate. That depending on who he was, who he talked to, depending on what he said. Oh, okay. Like he'll tell you, he would have told you everything that you wanted to hear. And if when he talked to Jared, if um, if you didn't agree with what he wanted, he'd tell you everything that you wanted to hear. So he pandered. Yeah. <laughs> Panderers. Yeah. Lingers. Damn panders. Lingers. But uh, a lot of politicians are that way, and that's why I'm all for Trump not. <laughs> Hiring politicians. Surround yourself with all these corporate giants that have built all these humongous, uh, successful corporations and build a successful United States again. I don't know, I'm iffy on that too. 
Well, yeah, I I, I have to go with Mark on that because I. In a lot of ways, big business is the enemy. Yeah, I I think that there's they're good by, at what they by do, putting a lot wrong, of these these billionaire putting... businessmen into office, it's going to further their agenda and what they want. Exactly. But at the same time, what do they want that they haven't already got? More. Well, Everything. Yeah. Okay. More. That's like how many times? How many times over can you become a millionaire? Yeah. A lot, and why? Because many, you want more. For yeah. these people, it's how many times over can you become a billionaire? A billionaire. billionaire. Right. Yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't deal in millions. The, they're trying to rack up their trillions. Right. Yeah. They're the motherfuckers that have the giant army silos in the ground converted to fallout shelters because they know one day they're going to fuck this place up. Yeah. I When when Jen and I build our house, I'm, I'm building a thing underground. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Can can you uh, house Velvet Underground? No. To be the house band of your place? No. I do love them, though. You can't do that anyway, because... Uh, what's what was the name of that movie that... I think it was Nicolas Cage did, where they built this underground uh, bunker, and uh, they heard a bomb go off, and they thought that the whole world had been destroyed. Christopher Walken yeah, was Christopher in it? Walken, that, yeah, Christopher Walken. It wasn't Nicolas Cage. It was uh, Brendan Fraser. It was Brendan Fraser, Blast from yeah. from the past. It was Brendan Blast Fraser and Alicia Silverstone. They thought... That uh, they went into their shelter uh-huh. and they thought that something happened, so they were down there for like twenty some right. years or whatever. And then uh, when they came, nothing actually I happened. Think Space they came out and they were all trapped in the, like the the like fifties or forties right. and shit. Because the, the whole bunker no. underneath the ground was created just like the home that they had above the ground. Yeah, so they and, they were down there forever, living perfectly yeah. fine. Brendan Fraser grew up like you know wearing had their own gardens, growing their and, like, own they food, everything. Basketball and like you know what I mean. He grew what up was it called? Blast from the Past. Uh-huh. I'm going to have to see that. I, what was I really cool, though, is like, what, 20, 30 years has went by. And uh, yeah. Brendan Fraser, they, um, he thought, how am I going to fund all this? Well, he had forgotten that he had bought all this at stock. Well, that his parents stock. Did, bought stock back in the day yeah. when like these companies were like, <laughs> tiny. So they yeah. funded like From Apple life. Computer and, and uh, uh, AT&T and everything. And the thing that could... Stock was literally just worth billions. Yep. Yeah. Wow. So he, yeah. It was a good movie. It was a good From movie. From what I remember, I haven't saw it in a long time. I don't know how well it holds up. I wonder if that's I mean, like, like on Netflix or anything. The what? If it was late 90s, sure it's probably it's on, on Netflix. I'm sure it's on your Cody app. Yeah. I'll have to see if I can find that. That sounds really good. It's a good movie. Good yeah, movie. I remember liking it. I saw it in theaters, I remember, in the theater. I would say there in was the one movie too that they used um, the same commercials. In, in theaters. theaters now. The whole yeah. movie started out black and white, but it was... It was like back in the fifties, and then as they came, I think I think once he like emerged from the ground, it went into color, into color, yeah. something like that. Kind yeah, of like you know what I, you know whatever. One I, of the guys from uh, Dumb and Dumber was in that too. He was a he, uh, from this uh, drugstore, and the the wife, I guess, wife fell in love with him. I don't, it's not the same movie. I'm sure it's not the same. We're talking about <laughs> two different movies. I don't know. I just remember that there was a guy that you saw. Throughout the time periods, like back in the day, he was working at the milkshake, uh-huh. uh, like the the ice cream shop or whatever. Right. And he was like a young guy, and they're like it's all happy. And then it goes into the '60s, and he's got like a a weird tattoo right here on his forehead, <laughs> and he's like really crazy and weird. And then once you get into the like when Brendan Fraser goes out in like the modern '90s and shit, he's all like messed up and a homeless person, <laughs> and like it's, it's like he remembers seeing Brendan Fraser back in the day, so that's how he ties into the story and shit. Yeah. So like. 
I remember really liking that movie. It's the guy from... Uh, he was in commercials recently. He was dressed up like a guy back in the colonial days, and there was a war going on. I think he was selling like plane tickets or like like Expedia.com or some shit. You see him at all. Over. He's one of those people you saw in small bit parts on TV shows and movies. So he's a so you knew the a face you know, face you know, name you know, character. Exactly. Yeah, you know the face, you just don't get it. You don't you know. know yeah, you don't know the name, but you're like, ah, that's that guy. You know. Another good movie is Click. Click. That was a good. movie. I enjoyed Click. Yeah, Click was a good movie. Sad, sad, but it was good. Sean Astin was the best in that movie. Yeah. That was another one with... Um, or no, Sean Astin was the best in 50 First Dates. Because he talked with that lisp and he was like a, a bodybuilder. <laughs> yeah. Like he was denying the fact that he was gay or something like <laughs> right. that. I don't know. Because yeah, a lot of that was shot at Bed Bath & Beyond. Click. Oh, click. Click, yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah, that was with the same another actor. Christopher Walken movie. Another Christopher Walken Christopher movie. Walken. Hey. Christopher hey, Walken. I'm Christopher Walken. <laughs> Christopher Walken lines I could do that I don't know I just remember some of the best shit Christopher Walken had never did ever did was on Saturday Night Live like the one where he's the the guy that's trying to seduce the camera basically like you're the camera and he's trying to seduce you and he like tries he he keeps you from leaving and he's real creepy but funny Christopher Walken was really good in Jersey Boys too did you see that because you know Christopher Walken started out as a dancer Really? Yeah, he's, he's danced in like music videos. And I was shit gonna before. say, what's what's that one guy? Fat Boy Slim, I Fat think. Fat Boy Slim, he's like yep. dancing yeah. all throughout a mall. And uh, he was uh, he did some dancing in Jersey Boys, especially at the end. He's one talented dude. I like Christopher Walken. He needs more cowbell though. Come on, more cowbell. <laughs> no, it, uh, By the time we're done, I'll have you all in gold plated diapers. What, what does, does that, that even mean? mean? <laughs> what band was it? it was, uh, Blue I'm Age Bruce Cole. Dickinson. Bruce Dickinson. Now there's there's a lot of a lot of stuff in Branson. You know we're going back to Branson now, um, and it's all family oriented, and the prices of stuff are geared for families. I mean, you go see a show in Branson, and you're going to pay like thirty five dollars. Yeah. Where if you go someplace else and see that same show, you're going to pay a couple hundred. Yeah. I mean in Hollywood. Uh, to see a concert, it's going to cost you a couple hundred bucks. You go to Branson to see that same exact show, and it's you know they have like this unwritten law: the families are coming here, they're bringing their kids. We want them here. So instead of like offering like a package deal, like family package of like five tickets for a discount price right, or some yeah. shit, they're just doing it for a cheap flat rate for each ticket. So well, that's like in my show, you get uh, I'm giving discounts for senior citizens for. Um, um, veterans for active military police firemen and i'm even giving discounts for school teachers because uh-huh. to me school teachers are very important gotcha yeah, so they they also yeah, some of them <laughs> some of them are good cool growing up i always wanted to be a school teacher that way i could push the kids around school yeah. teacher wouldn't be bad but then i i think about having a student like myself especially in high school I would hate to be a teacher if I was in my class. You yeah. know what I mean? That makes any sense. I was like the perfect student when I showed up. I mean, I wasn't a, <laughs> I wasn't a bad kid, but I, I'm sure I frustrated the hell out of him sometimes. No, I I probably did too. I, I there's there's been I I can count on one hand in my entire school time. There's there's only been a, a small handful of teachers I really liked that well, I thought I were really go, good I teachers. I had to go under two different names when I was in school. I mean, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but but as a performer, 
uh, there were labor laws, and I could not go out and perform uh, under my own name oh. because the labor laws would not allow it. So you kept your own name for like your personal stuff, yeah. Like, yeah. But what I, what we did is. Um, Dottie Egan was my manager at the time. So what, what she said, she said, well, okay, you're going to be known as Tommy Phillips, which so is Philip your, Thomas they backwards. They put your name in reverse. Tommy Phillips, okay. It's like Daniel so, Bryan. Daniel Bryan's name is Brian, or Brian Daniels, but they just changed it to Daniel Bryan. There was times yeah. when, man, I'd get my homework done and I'd turn it in, and my report card would come out, and uh, I'd have all these Ds. D's, D minuses, and everything. I get to my teacher and say, "What is this?" Well, you're not turning in your homework. I said, "Sure, I am." They go, "No." In fact, in fact, if you want a perfect example, Tommy Phillips is doing great, man. You should you should pattern yourself after him because he's doing great. Wow. Yeah. What a bunch of dummies! Like they could, they're school teachers, and they can't put together. They can't that- put two and two together. Yeah. That there's not a Phil Thomas in their class, but they know a Phil Thomas that's in their class. But there's a Tommy Phillips in their class that they do not, never seen in their life. Well, it was all a joke, you know. I mean, it was, yeah, they knew. They knew, oh. but they just. They were just messing with Yeah. Them, I, I mean, guess. the same way I always had to listen. You should be more like your older sister. You should be more like that Tommy Phillips, Phil Thomas. <laughs> yeah. You should be more like your older sister. She was a real tramp. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. <laughs> no, no, really. Um, but, um, we, um, uh, I was always having to walk in somebody's shadows, and my my brothers were the same way, you know. And uh, you need to be more like this person, more like that person. Oh shit! Tell me about it. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can't help that I was so perfect. It, it's just the way it worked. Life out. is tough. Man. Well, he used to weigh a lot more. His shadow was much bigger. <laughs> much bigger. <laughs> it was a lot easier to stay in my shadow. It used to be huge. I it's love huge. Feeling. Gonna be huge. <coughs> yeah, speaking a of lot Trump, of people out there don't realize it. In two thousand six, <clears throat> I weighed four hundred and one pounds. Four hundred and one pounds. Damn. That was BC before cancer. Uh, and um, trust me, you don't want to lose it that way. No. Do cocaine instead. <laughs> yeah. no. Do cocaine. Okay. <laughs> no, we are not promoting cocaine use no, on no, the no, show. No. Somebody comes to you. The doctor comes to you and says. Uh, get your life in order because you got about 30 days to live. And I just look at him and say, you want to bet? <laughs> because, yes, my kids, I only bet on a sure thing. Boom. And I tell them, I say, in, in order for me to believe you, that means I do not believe in God. And that's just not the way my priorities run. Wow. God says, I'm going to be here, I'm going to be here. And that was almost three years ago now, and I'm 100% cancer free. Nice. You know, so that's, well, I yeah. wish I would have heard him say that, so I didn't worry so bad. You weren't, you weren't <laughs> supposed to hear that. I never said anything to anybody about that, because no, I meant God. Oh, if yeah. I would have heard him say like, "Nope," like you're, you know, like you're saying, I would, I mean, I wouldn't have been worried so damn much. Well, I did hear him say that. God yeah, came no, to me. Well, and said, you could have told us exactly. <laughs> yeah. like, what the hell, God? Next time, well, I'll tell you what. It took you know, me months before I took, before to I told you guys that I had cancer. It took me yeah. months before I brought myself to where I could, where I told you guys, no. because I wanted to see if something could be done. I just, I didn't want to upset the family. I got you. But, um, I mean, I don't like to preach, but, um, you know, we now have a history of cancer in the family. Great. So stop smoking. No, you know, everybody says that. 
but like it's i mean you're you're, you know, you're opening smoking the door and inviting long, it in now and then try to quit smoking that's well, the only way you'll understand just how hard it is if if we're going to that topic then my my thought on that is this is going to give somebody cancer. Your coffee oh, yeah, one day is going to Every time a damn cancer. rat dies, we lose something else good to eat. Everything the the else, frequencies coming out of this TV are giving people cancer. Your cell phones are giving your you cell cancer. Phones, every time, is giving you cancer. Every time you sit here like this for too long, it, you're going to end up with a brain tumor. <laughs> Chemo is giving you cancer. <laughs> it's, no, I, I understand that. And, and I'm, not, I'm, not saying that, I'm not saying that you know cigarettes are not terrible for me. No. But, but I, always, I always thought about it like, okay, it's bad enough we have to breathe this dirty air, much less put something in our bodies that we already know for a fact is going to mess us up. Yeah, no, I understand. So why would we want to do that? But I mean, we do but, the see, same that's thing. That's easy with... for me to say because I've never smoked. Well, I right. mean, we do the same thing with prescription medication. Prescription medication is worse for you than it is good for you. It just, mm-hmm. sometimes the benefit outweighs... Depending on certain circumstances, the benefits outweigh the negatives. So, I mean, people drink. That's terrible for you. Yep. People, of course, eat sugar. You know what I mean? That's terrible like, for you. All this stuff is bad for you. Every day they find out one more, two more, three more things that are terrible for you and why. It's so funny. The, every, uh, the other day, I was talking to somebody and they said, uh, I told them, I said, oh yeah, I went to see a psychic and... Uh, you know, they were predicting this there. And they said, I don't believe in any of these predictions. I think that's all a bunch of bunk. I said, really? Do you watch the news? Yeah. Do you watch the weather, man? <laughs> that's all the weather is is a prediction. Yeah. Yeah. And more than half the time, they're wrong. Oh, yeah. More than half the time, for sure. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, fellas, we, we, are, we are quite a bit over the hour mark now. We've been up on the, we've been on that long? Yes, sir. Wow. Time yeah. sure flies when you have fun. <laughs> Does indeed. Uh yep. I know the episodes have been a little bit longer lately, but well, makes my job a lot harder. Well I hope it, I hope people enjoy this as much as they seem to enjoy the other one because we got some pretty good ratings on the last No, one. no, the last one was fun. I hope this one does just as well. Yeah. Um, with that said, thanks for watching. This is episode and, number thirty two. Uh, I, I want everybody to know I'm trying to get these guys to come to Branson. <laughs> and do a segment down there. I want to bring them on stage with me, and uh, get them to come up and. They they do... probably yeah. You need to talk into the mic though. They're not going to hear you. I want everybody out there to know. <laughs> Just because I know that I'm trying to get these guys to come to Branson, to my theater, to my show, and get them up on stage with me, and do a podcast from there. A live podcast. A live podcast. Now, it's gonna if be it's loud. something that you would like to see, if it's something that you would really like to see happen, let them know it. Yeah, go for it. Okay. By, by liking and subscribing. Comments. Liking and sharing. subscribing. And sharing, sharing and commenting. The comments are important. If you would like to see them become just a temporary part of my show to where they can come up and do a bit with me on stage in Branson, Missouri, on stage... By all means, do. And if you're in Branson, I'm at the Branson Hot Hits Theater. The uh, Motown Tribute show is there. The Coasters are there. The, uh, the Drifters are there. The Platters are in Asia right now, but they're coming back. Um, 
I'm the only white guy there. I mean, everything is everything is Motown music, and I even do a couple of Motown songs in my show. A lot of diversity yeah. in the show. So, um, and my show consists of music and comedy, and by all means, bring the kids, because you're not going to see anything that the kids would not be able to watch or listen to. I refuse to do anything that my grandchildren could not sit there and watch and listen to. So you never have to worry about that. So come and see me. And let me know that. Let me know that you saw this show, and because um, after every show, I come out in the lobby, and I want to be able to say hello and shake hands with all of you. Okay. Well, there you go, straight from the source, ladies and gentlemen. Also, please subscribe on our our YouTube channel. Trying to meet, trying to reach a hundred subscribers. Yep. Then we can we get benefits from it. We get a custom YouTube Earl. And call all your friends and tell them to watch this. Okay? Yeah, call, tell and all your friends. The show opens April 4th, and uh, the tickets are going well. The tickets are reasonably priced. And uh, there's also a restaurant there, but uh, there's great entertainment in Branson. Where can you get tickets? You can call the theater itself. I, I don't have the number here in front of me, but it's Branson Hot Hits Theater. And uh, you can look it up on the internet. And um, or go to the the Phil Thomas Show dot com, or Phil Thomas Show on Facebook, and you get all the information there. There you go. I'd love to see everybody out there. All right. Anything you want to say before we go, sir? I gotta piss. All right. Well, with that said, I am Mark. This is Jay. This is our father, Phil Thomas, returning. Been a pleasure. Hope you enjoyed episode number thirty-two. Right. Yeah. Thirty-two. Yep. And uh, until next time. Poops. Poops. Ha, ha, ha.